From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, November 5th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Ohio State Reserve quarterback Jack Miller has been suspended indefinitely from the team after being arrested and charged with operating a vehicle while impaired. The Columbus Dispatch reports Miller was cited by State Highway Patrol troopers in the University District early this morning while driving a pickup truck. Miller has since been released from custody and is scheduled to appear in Franklin County Municipal Court on November 11th. The redshirt freshman from Arizona has been third string for the Buckeyes behind starter C.J. Stroud and backup Kyle McCord. A vaccination mandate for millions of workers in the United States, which was issued by President Joe Biden yesterday, is now facing a lawsuit from the attorneys general in Ohio, Kentucky and Tennessee. Tracy Townsend reports. The lawsuit states mandate enforcement falls to the states, not the federal government. It also says Congress did not give authority for such a broad mandate. We asked Ohio's AG why he chose to sign on to this lawsuit. Neither OSHA nor President Biden has the right to tell you that you have to do this. They're usurping the law-writing function of Congress because there simply aren't the votes in Congress to mandate this. Yost says he is vaccinated himself and is not against vaccines. He is against requirements. I'm Tracy Townsend. In the fight against COVID-19, Governor Mike DeWine says the vaccination of children aged 5 to 11 is well underway in Ohio. ONN's Dave James reports. DeWine said yesterday that Ohio has more than 300,000 pediatric vaccines either already in the state or on the way, and hundreds of younger kids were vaccinated Wednesday, the first day of eligibility. We had officially 854 Ohio children aged 5 to 11 get the shot. Those numbers always lag somewhat, so probably a little higher than that, but we're we're starting. They're available at local health departments through doctors, hospitals, pharmacies, and community health centers. Dave James, I went in news. Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose's office is putting the Franklin County Board of Elections under administrative oversight after three people were able to vote twice on Tuesday. More from Clay Gordon. LaRose's office says an investigation found issues with equipment that is supposed to show who voted during the early voting period. Some of these poll books did not update properly, and in three cases, voters were allowed to vote twice. The Secretary of State says none of their votes impacted the results of any races. Franklin County now has to report weekly to the to the state to ensure it is effectively administering elections. Now we reached out to the Board of Elections for comment, but we have not heard back. I'm Clay Gordon. Cleveland Police Chief Calvin Williams announced yesterday he will leave his position on January 3rd after seven years on the job. Sarah Shookman has the details. During an award ceremony for the police division, the chief shared a surprising and emotional thank you. This is my last official act as a chief of this division. And I'm going to miss you guys. Mayor-elect Justin Bibb has said prior to this election that he would replace Chief Williams and he'll do a nationwide search, including internal candidates, to fill the job. I'm Sarah Shookman. In Columbus today, Ohio State University is announcing a new safety initiative called the Buckeye Block Watch. Tino Ramos explains. It's joining two groups together, Community Crime Patrol and Block by Block, to patrol areas just outside of campus with the goal of keeping students safe. Now, these won't be police officers per se, but they will be trained professionals who will wear uniforms and will engage with the students. And once this is all in place, every week from Wednesday through Saturday, they will patrol the off-campus areas from 7 p.m. to 3 a.m., the prime times when crime occurs. Near the OSU campus, Tino Ramos. 
Otsego Local Schools near Bowling Green, like many districts around Ohio, is dealing with a shortage of bus drivers. Amy Steigerwald has the story. They have a number of employees who have stepped up to the plate this year to help make sure all their bus routes get filled. Not only do they have their normal bus drivers, but three custodians, two cooks, two paraprofessionals, and yes, even their superintendent have gotten their CDL, and that is the certification you need to drive a school bus to help out on routes when they are needed. And these people don't drive every single day, but it does help when someone calls out sick or when there is something like a field trip happening. Amy Snuggerwald in Toledo. The college football world will have its eyes on the University of Cincinnati tomorrow. ONN Steve Vaughn has more. The University of Cincinnati gets ready to welcome ESPN's college game day to the campus for the first time. It's an exciting time for Bearcat Athletics to have the biggest show in college sports here on our campus. It's a celebration of our athletics department, celebration of our university, of our city. Athletic Director John Cunningham, he knows there will be signs criticizing the college football playoff committee's number six ranking for the Bearcats. You can do it in a way that's fun. You can do it in a way that's smart, but you don't have to be disrespectful or vulgar in any way. Steve Vaughn, ONN. And the Cleveland Browns have released wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. Dave James reports. After excusing Beckham from practice the last two days, the Browns have officially released the three-time Pro Bowl wide receiver. A statement reads in part, quote, We appreciate all his efforts and contributions while in Cleveland, but we've just reached a point where it's best that we move forward as a team without Odell, unquote. This week, Beckham's father posted a video showing the star receiver open on a number of plays in which quarterback Baker Mayfield didn't throw to him. Beckham himself was silent on the issue. Dave James, I went in news. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.